This is Critted Ingrin. Join us as we play Dungeons and Dragons around ye new table. Throwing dice, telling stories, and creating legacies. My name is Eric and I have the privilege of being your dungeon master for this chapter of our tale. With me as always, the Crit Crew. On my left, we now have... Hi, I'm Brian. <laughs> I'm playing Delayeth uh, Berevin, the uh, Drow Paladin. Um, and uh, Delayeth is kind of confused on what he's doing with this rabble of individuals, but at the same time is, is really hoping to be able to redeem what haunts him from his past. I'm Jason, playing Nox, Changeling Rogue. Uh, I have lost my good d20, so we're now bringing out a jail d20 from the previous season. Nox is about to die in this pool. I'm Katie, playing Ilias Eidolon, an Air Genasi druid who does not want to see another one of his friends die, and is also currently in the wrong element. <laughs> I'm Maria, I'm playing Rilda Farseeker, Drow Ranger, and I'm currently hoping that I don't drown my new friends. <laughs> I'm Ashley, I'm playing Runa, the Tabaxi Fighter. Uh, we'll see if cats like water, or... <laughs> The old adage is true. Boy, did we just pick the wrong types of characters. <laughs> right? As we venture through chapter 15, the hunt for Demetrius Nightshade. Traveling with Rilda the Ranger through the Feywood to the Vanishing Falls in pursuit of the escaped prisoner, Demetrius Nightshade, our party discovered that the unguarded backdoor entrance to the Underearth was now guarded by a makeshift betrayer outpost along with a female shadow giant. Dealing with this opposition the best way they knew how, they finally made it to the deep cavern that led them into the Underearth. So, all battle and combat and... Running, running around. So now that you have taken a long dive several hundred feet, I need everyone to make an athletics check to see how well you swim and or hit the water surface. Here we go. Okay. Inspiration points are encouraged. Before you tell me the result of your roll. I got an 11. Okay. Can I Jar Jar Binks dive into this thing with acrobatics, or do I gotta use athletics? <laughs> Seven. Or eight. Sorry, because I got a plus one. That's fun. Uh, 19. That's good. Oh, I used inspiration. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just got pretty good. Dirty 20. Oh, wow. Uh, 12. Okay. So, those of you who have 15 or less are gonna take some damage from hitting the water. <laughs> Let's see, we have 12, we have 8, eight, and oh, we have 11. Okay, Look, I'm so not used to liquid water, okay? So here's how this goes. 11 and 12... <laughs> what do you mean? 11 and 12 take 5 points of damage. Unfortunately, 8, you're going to take a little bit more. 7. There you go. That's how much it hurts hitting the water at 200 feet above coming off of a waterfall. 
You said seven points of damage. Seven. Yeah, seven points. It was better than ice, probably. Yeah. Okay. Now, dark vision. Who's got dark vision? Me. Rilda's leading the way. What's your What's your marching order? Because you're gonna have to try to find. Because she's gonna have to lead you through this cavernous underwater. I got my rope handy. Since you cast light or something? Yeah, I can cast light on whatever. Who's that a suggestion? Please cast light on me. <laughs> Please cast light to Kelsey. On what? Uh, what something would you far like down in on? the pool, please. Not up on the surface where we will get into combat with a shadow. Something that you can drop and we'll just follow it as it sets. Not a bad idea. A rock? <laughs> well, so I mean, my, my plan was to cast light and then on something and then also cast uh, dancing lights for me. So. I'm, I'm going to have. I'm going to cast light on a rock and toss it to one of you two, and then I will have uh, dancing lights just following behind me as well. A rock. Yes, that is now rocks. giving nice. off <laughs> twenty feet of light. Okay, so there's enough illumination for everybody to see. Rilda's leading the party. What's the marching order? Who goes behind her? I'll go second. Okay. He sings second. <laughs> ah. I'll, I'll go. I'll go next. Okay. Not? I'll go in the middle. I'll be last. Okay. Okay. Cool. So here's the thing: the pit or the the kind of hole continues mm-hmm. deeper yeah. past. Mm-hmm. She probably will lead you. I don't know, ten, fifteen feet lower than the water surface till you find this huge kind of opening, probably about ten feet wide and same height and and. and so forth. So, go ahead and give me athletics checks. You need 10 or better to navigate this portion of the tunnel. Does anyone Ooh. want guidance? <laughs> oh, no. Good, good. I'm going to use my inspiration. Oh, boy. Uh, Someone wants guidance. 15. 15 for me. Okay. 17. Okay. I recovered. You said athletics, right? Correct. 30, 20. Okay. Six. Okay. <laughs> the leader. Uh, I got my claws under me. It's 24 now. Okay, so you guys are following the ranger. He knows exactly where she's going. Sure does. Unfortunately, um, you zigged when you should have zagged. You took a wrong turn. So you guys will notice that the, the, the she goes off to the left, and there's like a, a passageway straight ahead, and there was one to the right. She goes to the left, and the tunnel begins to close down and narrower and narrower and narrower. Until it gets to a dead end. Do we have fifty feet above us? Do you have what? Do we have a? Do we have a like? Oh no! Feet? You're just you're encapsulated in underwater. This is all underwater. You're in a. I'm trying to see because I was planning on still using my rope to make like uh, use the fancy rope spell. Oh, to take your long rest, or, or to, to take, take your short break. Take a little break. Yeah. Uh, no, this tunnel is completely sealed. You know mm-hmm. that you went the wrong way. Once you get to a certain point, you're like, yeah, I screwed up and I kind of went the wrong way. So we have to swim backwards. Yeah, gotta, so I'm like, I kind of give them all a look like it's dark. <laughs> dark vision. I don't know. Like you know, I can't talk underwater, but I'm just like, right. Yep. Expressions. Yeah. And I just little, like backtrack. Mm-hmm. Head okay. back towards the tunnel. Hopefully. All right. So. Go ahead and give me another athletics check. I'm gonna cast guidance on Rilda. Thank okay. you. <laughs> guidance is a D. Uh, D four. D four. Add the number. Now the question is: Is guidance verbal? 
Oh, 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 oh. Yes. Oh, never mind. I guess not. Alright. Oh, wait. One willing creature. Nope, I, okay. But you have to touch. Yeah. One willing creature. Okay. Oh my god. We're gonna drown. I'm gonna drown. <laughs> and that concludes this episode of this. <laughs> okay. Okay. Nice to see you guys again. I'll see myself right. out. Peace. <laughs> what has everybody got? Uh, 24. Okay. 16. Okay. 8. 4. <laughs> Backing up is hard to <laughs> do. You got a 2? 13. Oh. Okay. What do we have? 24. 16. Katie, what do you have? 8. 4. Oh, okay. As a group, you will all work together and have enough to get yourself right into that main kind of passageway. Now... There is enough space, there is a pocket of air you will be able to know that you will be able to get to. Okay. Which... Maybe. Maybe. Right. Above us, there's like a pocket of air. It'll be directly above you. So you'll be able to utilize your magic rope trick of amazing. Uh, Well, I think if there's a pocket of air, we can just swim up to it, right? We don't really have to use a rope trick. Correct. So I'll just kind of be like, okay. Like... Try to signal to you guys like this is right. Yes, okay. Then I start swimming upwards. So each one of you guys will spring up, gasping for air, <sighs> as you use a little bit more air than you thought you were going to. I have unending breath. <laughs> <laughs> you do. And wow, so you're not winded at all. No. <laughs> you're really good at this. Maybe you should have. <laughs> no, because um, I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> So I'll pop, when I pop up, I'll be like, <gasps> gasping, I'm like, everybody doing good? Looking good, looking really good over here. And I'll find Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I will proceed, once we all have a minute to like kind of tread water and catch our breath, I'll proceed back under to keep chugging. Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna Jimmy. grab her before she goes under, and then I'm gonna cast guidance. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Athletics check to continue. The one thing that Rilda will be able to tell you is if the next probably several hundred feet, there's going to be a swifter current. Uh-oh. So mm. you're going to be swimming against a current, oh. which is challenging. Mm. We'll go with a group on this. <laughs> 14 for me. 15. Uh, 13. 12. 30, 20. Okay. Three out of five ain't bad. You guys will make it. <laughs> You will continue to press and swim, and you get to a point where you can feel the current kind of lessen or reduce, kind of breaking. And when you do is when you will, uh, she will start leading you towards the surface. You will um, come to the surface, and it is completely dark. The light will give you, what was it, 20 feet, 40, 20 feet of bright light, like a torch, Brian? Uh, yes, uh, light is 20 feet of bright and then 20 feet of dim. So it's like having a torch in your hand, and that's about all you can see. Beyond that, it is like pitch black. Those of you with the dark vision that have 120 feet of it, you can see a little bit past that. But it's a huge lake from what you can tell. The water is very... It's kind of this weird green color. Like, it's not clear, it's not blue, it's a green, if you will. Mm. I'll start swimming toward the closest banks or wherever I would normally yep. and you egress guys the lake. Follow her lead. You guys will see different glowing things within the water. As is, is the water, I mean, I probably can't tell, but it's 
green because of like the bioluminescent. Well, the light is kind of showing it as a green. Okay. That that um, Ilias has man, my brain. Um, but you are beginning to see that it is. Um, it's not like murky or dirty. It's fairly clean and clear. Hmm. And you are seeing glowing things below, which are bioluminescent flora, fauna, or sea life, sea creatures, etc. that are down there. Stalks on a giant fish that's going to come up and eat us. It could. could be the, the dangler fish thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you make your way to the shoreline, and it is cave rock shoreline. It is broken bits of jagged stone and rock that kind of form this shoreline. Everybody is saturated, your armors, clothing are wet and heavy, and it's very cold down here because it's underground. Ha, ah, so comfortable. <laughs> yes. Um, well, next stop I suppose would probably be my little corner of the under Earth? Correct. It'll be your little hidden outpost. Yes. Okay. So um, I would chart a course that way, I suppose. Yep. Go ahead and give me your survival check for navigation. You have advantage because you've traversed this before. You know there's one dangerous dangerous pathway that you're going to come upon before you get to where you need to go. Okay. And it's referred to as Goblin's Pass. So as we're walking, I'll just kind of explain like there is a place that the locals refer to as Goblin Pass and it can get a little hairy but you know we'll kind of take it as we come. I rolled a, this is survival right? Correct. 18. Okay you definitely get your bearings and you know where you're going. As a matter of fact you will have made small little uh, markers or things like that for you to help navigate. I'll point those out to the crew, like, look, here's, if you kind of watch the trail you'll see my little signs of me around. That what do you want them to look like? Hmm. Probably just traditional like trail markers where it's like I stacked up some stones and stuff like that. Um, you know, like you see around. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'll just kind of, I don't necessarily think stealthily, but like quietly, not hurrying, but just walking would be best. Okay. Just All right. guiding everybody home. What's the marching order? Me first. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go second. Same as swimming order? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. And I'll start listening for any signs of like small feet or goblin things. As you guys kind of continue walking, you can see this underground lake is huge. Like you, you walk for probably, I don't know, half a mile along kind of this winding pathway that has a combination of uh, stalagmites and kind of like cliff facings or rock facings and even some stalactites that overtake. So it kind of like forms this almost like cone or um, cave or um, C-shaped kind of hollowed out portion that you guys are walking underneath. Uh, and it's still like on your left, you can still kind of see this lake as it just seems to stretch on from endless. One thing you will begin to notice is you begin to climb an elevation. At a certain point, probably a quarter mile of the half mile, you're gonna start climbing up and then you're gonna see as you grow up 25, 30, 40 feet onto more of a narrow passageway that'll break free to drops on either side of you. So when you, you've probably got 15 to 20 feet of a walkway in front of you or a passageway or pathway and then that's pretty much sheer drop off into darkness. 
Everybody take a look right and left. Don't fall. Right. And you will continue. She pointed out her uh, trail (laughs) markers. So she's, you know, they're like four stones high or however many stones she stacked them strategically. Um, So you guys will be following them along, which is good in case you get separated from the group. Oh, why? Why would you mention that? Dan? I just wanted to. Know. Uh, <laughs> Everybody let's... hold each other's tails. <laughs> so, uh, Rilda is leading, and was it you? Okay. What are your passive perceptions? Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, so the two of you are going to hear something ahead. You will hear it first because you're in the lead, but you will be spot on hearing it as well. I'll do one of those like. You know, put my hands up or kind of make a signal to slow down. And be like, do you hear that? Absolutely. And the rest of you just kind of like gently nudge in as you're kind of coming to a stop. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this, the Scooby-Doo one. <laughs> also like just a bright beaming light. Is. I got three dancing lights atop me. And Ailey's you know, got a light in their hand. Like, oh yes, this is great. Great. <laughs> uh, well, what do you guys want to do? Are these, can I tell that these are like the goblins I expected to see or like the area where they'd be? It sounds like something, the noise is larger. It's coming towards us? It is coming towards you. This is kind of like a This narrow ledge with drop-offs on it. It's not like (laughs) within 60 feet of you, but it is, it's a a, kind of a, a collective of multiple noises. The more you listen and hone in. You go ahead and make a perception check to see if you pick anything up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, okay. Why not? I got a 24. 24. Oh, look at nice. there. So the two We're of the you, same person? <laughs> the two of you are looking and listening, and as you do, uh, I think you you don't have dark vision. Right? I don't. Okay, your dark vision picks up what looks like a caravan, uh, a supply caravan that's coming this direction. Hmm. Uh, and the supply caravan is going to consist of what you're starting to see. Uh, there are two very large spiders, and mounted on the back of these spiders are carriages, basically. They're like compartments, whatever, that people can ride in. There is a saddle towards the front half of... Spiders have... They're like, what, thorax and... Yeah. Okay. So like on the front half of the spider's (laughs) thorax, there is a actual saddle with a rider that is actually like a horse and buggy, essentially. There's two of them as they are coming probably just within your dark vision, so somewhere around 120, 130 feet. Behind that, you're beginning to see a bunch of just shadowy movement, but you can hear multiple whispers, voices, and, you know, things like, oh, shut up, I'll beat you, and things like that. Um, Playing of weapons and armor? Uh, it, it's a supply caravan, okay. is what you would know. Hmm. So I ask, what would you like to do? Were, were there any one, one thing, one thing yes, you the do, one right below us? Oh, yes. One <laughs> thing you do know about a goblin's pass is it, it does break off into path, different passageways. So there's a main thoroughfare. If you can get to a certain point, it breaks off to a lower passageway that goes above the main. And there's an upper, so it's like a three-tier. You got the middle. There's an upper path and a lower path. Okay. But you know this is an extremely dangerous passageway with all kinds of crazy things that could go wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know this caravan is very large. Yes. And they are bringing supplies to the hole. 
Possibly. Yeah. Possibly to the Vanishing Falls. <laughs> Shadow Ogre and a couple of dragons need some yeah. <sighs> wyverns, I guess they would wyverns. Sorry. Um, well, in that case, I might, you know, put my arm out and try to silently indicate, um, let's try and find a different path possibly to circumvent them. Um, maybe the one above. I don't necessarily think I want to go any lower. The only problem I see with that is we're only about 120 feet away from them, and we are a big, beaming, bright light, so they definitely see us. Hmm. Well, all indication that she would know. rock into check in. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All indication would be that they haven't seen anything yet. Yeah, there's like bioluminescence, so like, cut the lights, guys. I might look back at Delayeth and be like, all right, dim it it down a little bit. Um... Go ahead and tie a rope around you and tie a rope around you. Get rid of the dancing lights. Okay. We still have the the rock, right? The rock is being serious. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So the rock is now concealed, still beaming, but definitely muted. Uh, That lasts for what, eight hours? It does. I can, I can. You can turn it off. Turn it off. Okay. As an action. Um and ooh, good one. Can I tell? Well, no, it's dark, so I was going to ask if they were shadowy or not shadowy. The ones that you can just make out that are starting to come into that vision range are not. You can see that there are two drow um, riders that are basically driving the giant spiders. Mm -hmm. And it looks like the carriages or the kind of back mounts have several other drow inside. Possibly like a a soldier militant transport. Hmm. I will say that the longer you wait, you begin to, to feel the stone beneath you kind of vibrate slightly in a footstep form. Oh boy. Any suggestions, you guys? I don't have my hourglass. It's packed away somewhere. Oh god. <laughs> what, are you guys, what are you guys doing? I, I think we have to go forward. Yeah. And then, do you, like, was the upper passage on the left, the right? It would be on your right. Okay. I'll tell you what, let's just go ahead and switch over to a map that I may oh, have right. made. Oh. Yay! <sighs> How kind of you. Oh, nice. I think you can zoom out a little bit to make them one inch squares, but there's a reason it's called Goblin's Pass, and no, it's not because there's goblins there, it's because the pass looks like a goblin. Oh, that's cute. That's adorable. Mm-hmm. Hee-hee. So you guys are on the upper there on our brand new 4K. Where's the upper? Is that the upper? No, no, no. Sorry. This, this is the upper. Yep. This end. This end here. So. They are aware that <laughs> other end of the table is. They're not quite into the frame, I don't think, yet. It could be wrong. I so this, this path goes above where they're probably going below, or like... They're here? Yes, so there. You, if you look carefully, there's little arrows that show you on the map. Okay, just go ahead and... Uh, and they're worked sh- into, like, the like it should be an arrow that points so up. So there's an arrow yep. that points this way. Yep. Oh, I see that. Yep. Um, and there's that one way, so. here, too. Okay. Correct. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. And this is a 50-foot drop-off on this side. This over here, as I bump the microphone, sorry, is, it's basically cave wall. It's solid on the upper pathway. Okay. And... I'm going to add some pieces of terrain. 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 So this large rock, Brian, if you pass it, it goes up to that little alcove where Katie is all the way down there. Huh? Uh, nope. Up. Top, 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 top. So, nope. Here, let me ping it. Yes. 
It goes like right here. Ish. Nice. And then some of these you guys can feel free to design your own map the way you want. Mm, fancy. Little, little cave bits you can cave put them. Bits. Cave bits. It's uh, your your game, so yeah, you can bits of cave. you can design it how you like. That fits perfectly. Hey, I remember these things that I painted. <laughs> hmm. Here's some uh, adorable little edible mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, we gotta we gotta just hope. Okay, so that's that point home, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so any anything black, make sure you put <laughs> all the stuff on your pathway. Yeah. So that piece right over there in the wall. Yeah. So yep. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Okay. Sure. Okay. So that's what you guys have before they start coming into view, or threat range, if you will. Hopefully, you guys can see this on the. YouTube's in the screen clearly now. Yeah, that'll be a lot cleaner. Um, right. I will silently guide us to the right, and hopefully okay. somebody grabs Delia's hand. Group or... stealth. Group stealth. Yes. Yep. Now, just so you know, I'm going to ping those right here. Those actually go down. <laughs> if you look towards the water pool. <laughs> That works. That this ledge, one goes down. That 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 goes up. Oh, okay. But there's a le those ledges oh, on your left of the path actually go down to pool water, that kind of green bioluminescent mm -hmm. bioluminescent water. So will that give us a little bit of light? You you have like 15, 20 feet above the middle path, and there is light coming from the water, so there is a little bit of. But if we light. fall in, it's not like a nice, easy way to get out of it. <laughs> no, not necessarily. <laughs> a nice loud splash. There's also some. Uh, if you look on there, on the edges of those cliff near the water, there is some um, fungus or other type of strange mushrooms. They seem to be undulating, breathing, living something. They don't look like your standard edible mushroom that talk. They're a little different. <laughs> that talk. I squeak at you adorably. I have a question. Um, I do believe I cast uh, passed another trace when we were on the cliff. Has it been an hour since we jumped? I'm gonna say you probably have about ten minutes left. So that means we'd have plus ten, plus ten if you guys stay Ooh. in a group of within thirty feet. Oh, thank Jesus! Twenty plus ten. I'm oh, sorry. Thank you, yourself, Moon. Thank, <laughs> <laughs> thank Luna. Thank Luna. I've shape shifted into a drow, by the way. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, I'm fine. What is everybody's stealth? We're doing a group stealth. Well, because of paths without a trace, mine is now a 17. Well, that's good. 27. Good. I forgot how to math. 20. Okay. <laughs> 34. Excellent. I would just like to explain to all of our viewers and listeners, um, I rolled a nat 1. Oh, God. Oh. I have inspiration. So I, I re-rolled. I rolled a 3. Oh, nice. That still does give me, yeah, um... I have a plus eight for stealth, so with our plus ten for pass without trace, um, I have a twenty-one. Okay. <laughs> so you guys can move fifteen feet, and you can position your miniatures from where they are fifteen additional feet. So go ahead and put yourselves where you want to be, as this large caravan is going to start coming into play. It's like everybody's hugging the walls. That's smart. 
Is yes. Okay. I just of our drow. Can I just get a rundown of which drow are which right now? So (laughs) me, Bruna. Okay. Then then Nox. Then Delith. Okay. So that's right. Really there's three of you. Yes, there's yeah. three drow. There's three drow. That's right. I'm totally a drow. <laughs> I can't see in the. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, I'm a drow. I swear. So, so essentially, you are holding on to. <laughs> yeah, and then. Huh? Yeah. Oh no, I thought you were right behind me because you were in the very no, back. No, Ilias no, was, was last. Ilias was oh. very bad. I was. Okay. Then I will have moved you up that way because Ilias can't see in the dark. She knows what I saw. Hang on. Delith is a drow, right? Yes. I have racial traits on here. No, yeah, I can see in the dark. Oh, okay. Ilias can't. Ah, okay. And he's not an actual drow. And he's not an actual (laughs) drow. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great way to tell changelings and all that. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Go down your uh, racial features for me. So, yeah, because I was planning on on hanging back with Ilias to help direct him. Okay, thanks. you're so kind. I had dark vision. I was just gonna let him <laughs> flounder in the into a rock or something. But <laughs> <laughs> I would never do So you. as this starts playing out, let's see if we can do something. I'm still fairly new at this. I'm gonna start showing you just some generic. Just a quick question: yeah, Is it brown rock or like gray model it rock is... that looks like? Uh, Snow Leopard for, for, it, for instance. It is, <laughs> just randomly. So Underdark Rock is a little, it's like a, a almost like a clay gray-ish. Okay. And there is a bunch of like strange insects that crawl around on the rocks. So anybody have a fear of insects, you may need to do a <laughs> wisdom save. Um, like Indiana Jones there. <laughs> We don't have any uh, Gorath in this one. I'm actually no. just a bag of insects shaped with a you guys. Let's see if I can find... These are my people. so much sense. <laughs> <Right>. bees. <laughs> okay, so I want to do this. Yes. That's a hive mind. They can do and anything this. but put them around you. No. Yeah. And there's a way to do all the things. i got to rotate them. Oh, no, please. That's one of them technical things. So... <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, don't, don't do that. Who's got a large shoe? <laughs> <laughs> we should have just grabbed the one that was crawling on the wall earlier. <laughs> don't tell them that. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Wait, can I, uh... There we go. Who can, like, control animals? <laughs> okay, so... These... Exactly. Animal handling. Can I ask a couple more? Yeah. <laughs> these are the... Sp- Spiders that are, have like the caravan on top. Now I didn't have time, obviously, with certain things that are taking place in my life to construct them. I wanted to, believe me. Uh, but these are going to represent where they currently are at your current position. So behind it, now you're beginning to see. Let me see. There are. Large, they're almost like large iron cages. Oh boy! They are on wheels, so they and they have a bunch of humanoids packed inside these cages tightly. Sleeps. There are um, drow on either side of these cages, keeping them in line, making sure that they are, you know, maintaining order. And they are being pulled by a train of shadow drakes, which you guys have encountered multiple times before. There's two. Shadow Drake's pulling each one of these cages. 
one will either sink or... No, no, no. It's not that one. Uh, but they are emanating that strange kind of shadowy effect in, 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 that you've encountered on the other shadow creatures, like the goblin and the giant that you've witnessed at the Vanishing Falls. <laughs> Uh, and they have basically it's kind of set up like a large wagon there's a seat with a driver on this too kind of using you know training the the shadow drakes in the direction there is a massive form shadowy form that is behind those two kind of slave wagons and it is giant sized and you can feel it as it walks now those of you with passive perception 14 or higher are going to be able to see because of the ambient light and things like that that the cages are filled with medium-sized creatures or, as Brian pointed out, slaves uh, or slave labor. Uh, one of you is going to notice that there is a tabaxi with similar kind of <gasps> coating from the frozen north. There is a water genasi from the shallows, it looks like. This same kind targeted. Of, right. Same kind of uh, motif. There appears to be a couple familiar humans from Merchant's Landing that are in there. Uh, and Merchant's Landing is where this whole game started. They're wearing kind of like thuggish outfits and things. <laughs> <laughs> there is a dragonborn that none of you have ever seen. Because I don't think it... Well, except for you. Not you, because you're not him. <laughs> you. This would be a dragonborn that you've seen... From the shallows, but you know they're from the scaled islands, which is further to the northeast, northwest. Northwest, yeah. Uh, you also notice that there are some elves that look strange, and you're going to notice that stacked outside. So the cages are probably like five feet or six feet long, and then there's like a flatbed behind it. Uh, that has a bunch of supplies and crates and things stacked behind it. Does that make sense? So there's like mm -hmm. a cage and behind it they have strapped and roped to a bunch of supplies. And it looks like they're probably going to set up more tents or better build better things at the Vanishing Falls outpost that you guys just came from. So I ask you with that description and things, what would you all like to do? How tall is this area we're in? You are about 15 feet above the middle path, and the lower path is 15 feet below, so you tower, you know. Right above. But the giant, the giant that's starting to come into view is almost eye level with this upper path. Yeah. Well, I'm getting some flashbacks. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you want to go ahead and you can put this down there, just be very careful with the base. Oh. It's just kind of tacked on there currently. Okay, and welcome back after some technical difficulties on the state of Ohio's part. Transformer fires. Transformer fires. <laughs> As we were in the Under-Earth Traveling Goblins Pass, the caravan was passing the middle main passage way. And this shadow, the female shadow giant, is about eye level from where our heroes are traveling and to try to avoid being detected. Different shadow giant. It is a different female shadow giant, yes, correct. Same miniature, different female. That's how it works. Yes. It's recycling. We're all about yes. that here. So I ask you, what do you wish to do with your past without a trace? 
moments that you had. I have uh, one question I thought of yeah. during the not so short for our listeners break, but <laughs> <laughs> the tabaxi that I was all about to like go rescue and save. It, it's not frostbite, is it? Because if it's frostbite, I'm, I'm gonna ignore it. <laughs> you know, let's let's make this interesting. Uh, let's say you want evens or odds. Ooh, odds. Okay, so odds, it will not be frostbite. Okay. Evens, it will be. Oh. As a matter of fact, it is someone you do know, though. Huh. Hmm. Well. A good friend of yours. If you watch her backstory, you watch my backstory. You can know who this person is. God damn it! It couldn't have been Frostbite that got captured. Um. So yeah. Uh. You. Well, I guess. Uh, the. Uh, Delayeth behind me now. Mm-hmm. Definitely see me like spark of recognition, like starting to draw weapons. Definitely like. Getting action ready because oh, I've got a very serious single-minded uh, target to save now. <laughs> yep. This will not go well. Sorry, guys, it's not going to go well. And for those <laughs> of you who did survive and started this adventure from the very, very beginning, sorry. I'm on. <laughs> Uh, rip. Uh, you're going to know that the two uh, humans from Merchant Landings are two of the three thugs that tried to get you guys to pay a toll at the very beginning. Mm. Uh, let's see. Obviously, there's some dragon. There's a dragon born in there. As stated before, the water genasi. You're an air genasi, correct? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Give me, let's do evens or odds. She's a cloud elf, okay? Get it right. What do you, what do you want? Evens or odds? Uh, odds. Okay, just a random water genasi. Look like they're from the Scaled Islands. You may have seen them, or their tribe, or their, their groupings. Um, let's see what else. There are some, the elves we had described or discussed before our long, but not long break for viewers and listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of supplies that are on the back of those wagons, which are now represented by those little uh, white boxes. T- five by ten white boxes on the screen. Um, you also notice that there's armors and weapons that are being supplied. Okay. Will I notice? Uh, will I notice you going all battle ready? Battle ready behind me. Are you gonna like say anything I to mean, us? I'm kind of stealthy, but uh. Um. Like gonna be a low growl that comes out. Yeah. The condition of the labor force yes. is uh, very poor to fare. If that, they're very emaciated. Y'all probably have stepped forward, kind of almost even to you guys now, and like you're gonna see like my bow is drawn, snarling a little, like quietly. So. You can't see anything right now. <laughs> right, well, besides the <laughs> delay, are we about to start a battle? <laughs> I think so. Your friend seems very upset. This is not gonna go well. Can you move up the giant a few foot? 
Just to, to kind of show their path, what they're doing, yeah. what's going on. Probably not, no. This is going to probably go very, very bad. Runa! <laughs> I can't just leave her here. We can't help them if we're dead! <laughs> I took a frost giant once. We can do it again. It's not that bad. We could get to the cages. Just a giant. <laughs> could lock them, unlock them. Well, I don't know. They're, they're not going to be able to help. <laughs> Alright, so let's just put these out there too. They are two guards on either side to the wagons spraying. If you would pass two that way on your sides. There is one driver per wagon. <laughs> one driver per wagon or one driver wagon. per uh, spider? Per, per wagon and okay. spider. I gotta find Okay, gotcha. More. Running out of all my collectibles. Um, so we'll make these guys. This, this won't get confusing at all. Nope, not in any way. And that'll be the spider. Spider, spider, you put it on top of the spider. And not to mention, there is a well crafted carriage on the back of the spider that contains other people's drought, potentially. Some drinks. There you go. That's that's a better glimpse of what you have facing you, not to mention a very large shadow giant. Now, one thing I'd like for each of you guys to you've encountered two of these shadow giants. Oh, I can put the I forgot I can put the nameplate underneath it. Huh, it works. For now. Um <laughs> oh, yeah. that way we Friendly know which fire. Ones are us. Now the I'd like to have each one of you guys roll a nature check. On the large shadow giant, please. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, that's actually good. Uh, Fifteen for me. Good. Nine. Ten. Natural twenty, making twenty-three. That's good. Eighteen. Okay, eighteen and twenty-three are going to get it. You know that the shadow giants are fire giants, based off their dress, their motif, and everything. But instead of like being flaming fire, they're emanating a shadow essence. So it's kind of like it's corrupted fire giant, possibly. But I just because all the giants have different appearances and things. These were once at one point some type of fire or a fire giant, but now it's this shadow giant. So keep that in mind. Oh boy. Yeah, so like the hair. If you look at the hair, it's like constantly flickering and moving like fire. Um, there's you know shadows and things coming off of it. All okay. the appearances and features would be a fire giant. Alright, alright. Yes, I hand painted each one of those white lines. Come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Um Will. Either we do it now while there's less of them, or we're gonna have to backtrack and have to go rescue her at the camp. And there will be another shadow giant to fight I'm there. I'm gonna get that waterfall map in here somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Okay, I don't what's, think it's a good idea. What's the decision? I'll creep them forward a few more feet as you guys are making your mind up. Can we take down the spiders first or the giant? If we wait, we might be able to get more help. Oh yeah. We'll have more help. We would still be more evenly matched. That's right, Jason. Move all those pieces you just put down there. (laughs) Give you something to do. Roll a persuasion check. 
persuasion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, let's see if... Well, I failed my... Hey, whatever check was gonna be against your... Eleven. <sighs> I will be very bristled with anger and quietly seething, but I will heed Ilias's words and not at like slightly lower my bow so it's not actually drawn and pointing at the spiders but thank you <laughs> so we are letting everything pass and we were coming back to this at another time and date is what i need to understand unfortunately okay. yeah sorry to derail your <laughs> no no not at all not at all so are you guys going to try to move past? Are you staying still until... Once I notice that um, Runa's bristles oh, kind of lower her tail. Yeah, you know, I'm not as like, like, poofy and yeah, like, calm down you a little. You're not doing the like, sidewalk anymore. Um, I might like quietly suggest that we. I point over to the next like inlet and say, why don't we try to... As they're going this way, we'll... Try it quietly. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. Right. Passer trace is just about up. I'll give you one more. All more right. We're, we're not going to roll that dice anymore. He's not been nice to me. He's not. That one hasn't been <laughs> nice either. <laughs> 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 so, what do we got? Uh, Ten. I, I want a nat one minus one plus ten. So ten. Yeah. Nailed okay. it. Thirty-nine. <laughs> Thirty-two. Okay. God. Oh god, math. Twenty-two. Okay. Fourteen. Okay. <laughs> you guys will be able to advance fifteen feet. Go ahead and move your oh, military. <laughs> move your marching order fifteen feet. Three squares. Oh, I forgot we were rolling stealth. I have a plus eight to that, so twenty-two. Never mind. Yes, <laughs> Would have been a zero. It would have been a zero. Alright. So we are just kind of my thoughts, I'm just kind of like crouching close to the wall. This is probably something I've seen happening before caravans going through as I'm trying to like stealthily go. Um and assuming that we're all gonna be cool, I might just keep Heading us. Okay. So at this point, I'll have you guys make one more stealth check, and the caravan will pass on this lap. If you can pass without pass without a trace. Without pass without a trace. Correct. Okay. Uh, seven. <laughs> yeah, you're solid. Nat 20 plus 10. That's third. good. That's Nat 24. Good. Okay. Uh, 26. Okay. 21. Okay. <laughs> so, our whiteness so absorbs your sound. <laughs> go ahead and move your miniatures to 15 feet. In the caravan, you can clear the other pieces off the board. They will clear. So, that, that caravan will have passed. As that caravan. Runa is <laughs> like clenching her teeth, grinding them. Gosh. I had your back. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> okay. Like, it's okay. Chill out. So what's the plan? Really, it's like calming, calming. 
Life is like, no, literally, you're not going. <laughs> Halfway through the pass. Oh, I would, uh, once the, once they're clear, I'm like, right, let's give them, like, you know, give them, like, extra couple of minutes here, make sure they didn't forget their keys or something, and, you know, keep them through. <laughs> or we forget to rescue my friend. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you never know. They might have lost the keys or for the cages. Maybe <laughs> possible. You saw keys for the cages? Can we steal them? <laughs> I saw nothing. <laughs> Let's keep going. Alright. Uh, yeah. I'm continuing. C- continuing. Do we want to go back down to the main path? I didn't know. Yeah, so yeah. do you want to stay the high ground? Stay up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Might as well. The leader, which would be, yes, as you get adjacent to that large rock formation, (laughs) you are going to hear it kind of crack like a low thunder, and you are going to find yourself needing to make a dexterity saving throw. Move the rest of the party, because you all follow. Nice try. Yeah. Dexterity saving throw? Just me? Uh, yeah, just you for now. This oh, is boy. the moon goddess punishing us for not rescuing right. our friends. Oh boy, I got an eight. Okay, you are grabbed by these slimy tendrils. Yeah. If you would replace said large rock formation with that creature. Yeah. Oh no, I had something planned everywhere you went. You weren't skipping my map. You were not skipping my map this time. I oh, yes. I'm not cool with this. That's okay. We're gonna have some aggression she needs to work off. <laughs> You'll hear me swear in my breath like I forgot about this guy. So you are literally grasped by these tendrils. Well. And you are being kind of wafted in the air as multiple tendrils begin to sprout from the future. Yeah. Just wait, it will eat you. Great. And it is going to be <laughs> initiative. See if we can do oh, this. Alright. You know, I just realized I'm back to having a negative dexterity. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice while it lasted, right? <laughs> it was nice having a good dexterity while it lasted. Let's see. Dexterity is just. It's my way. <laughs> we are going to roll for the creature. Ooh-hoo. It has a five. See, viewers, this rock is different than the others, which means it was a thing. It's a roper or something like that. I think. That would be correct. So, what is everybody's initiative order or initiative that you have? I'm not using the combat tracker because I don't have none of the tokens set up. I'm just going old school for those of you Ooh, watching I'm this. I'm okay with that. Yeah. 20. Okay, 20. 10. 10. 20. Uh, 15. 15. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So two 20s, two 15s, and a 10. And a 10. Makes sense. Okay, yeah. so yeah. here's how we're going to do this. 20s will go the same. You guys can choose... Who wants to go first or second? That's up to you guys. Bruna is closer, so she can go first. Okay. okay. 15, same way. You can change it up in the middle of combat. Like, if, if it plays off, yeah. you can do that. 10 is obviously, and this creature is going last. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Uh, 20s. 20s, what's going down? What are we doing? You can currently see this large rock 
that has now developed tendrils and teeth and a mouth that is lifting up your guide and trying to put it in its mouth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it is a, just you know, it is a yeah. large monstrosity of a creature. So bow's already out, uh, mm-hmm. quick to draw, mm-hmm. and let's see. Oh, gotta get back in the, back in the weeds of this. Oh. First attack will be a 27 to okay. hit. That will hit and we'll find a sweet spot. I was going to say, I'm probably aiming for like the eyes or mouth. Mm-hmm. Anything. Sure. Something spongy. Yep, yeah, I gotcha. Because right. it does have a natural armor of rock. <laughs> and then if I can find it, a d8 here. Okay. Uh, so that's 5 plus 6, 11 points of damage. My second shot. How much second attack. Sorry, what was the damage on that? 11 points of damage right. on the first shot. Yep. Uh, second one's a 28. That will hit as well. And that is 12 points of damage. Okay, excellent. You're off to a good start. The arrows sink and true to the fleshy bits and parts. I'll probably move out of the way since I've got my bow drawn and kind of just maybe not hug the rocks. Rock. Uh, you know. In case they sprout and turn right. into teeth. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Trust me, rock. Maybe I'll like, like have my bow drawn, pew pew, and then I like take a couple steps back and I'll like poke. Poke <laughs> <laughs> oh, poke. Oh. Cool, no gotcha. tentacles. Okay, who's going next? The uh, other twenty. Yep. I'm going to cast frostbite. Okay. Any con saving throw on your end? Okay, I will throw it on screen. It has that plus three, so that's a fourteen. Meets beats. Yep, meets beats. Aw, it says, get your frost out of here. <laughs> Burn. And... It's cold. I guess I'll go ahead and do my well cheating. Starry form archer. Starry form archer. <laughs> 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 I can see. Now it's a Now I can see because I'm glowing. Uh, well, I rolled a one, so that's a seven. Seven does not hit. And I'm going to stay where I am. Okay. Uh, that would be the 15s. Am I... Am I flush with him? Mm, not yet. Not yet? Okay. okay. I would have been there engaged. Stabby stab. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, is he... Or the... Or whatever the hell the thing is. Um, or anyway, I'm just going to stab it with the rapier. We'll go, we'll go from there. Nineteen hits. Uh, your rapier will bend as the rock armor protects it. Boom. Okay. <laughs> All right, I will uh, disengage. <laughs> Bonus action and get out of there. And it's fitting because the model already has a bent rapier. Perfect. <laughs> we, we strive for accuracy here. <laughs> we certainly do. I have seventy miniatures with different poses. To <laughs> change them out as they go. Alright, so Delith is going to move up and get engaged with this roper and will attempt to uh, slash at it with my long sword. 
So, attack number one will be a nat 20. Nice. That will hit. So I will, I will also, as a paladin, I will go ahead and use a second level uh, spell slot to do an extra divine smite, which also gets nice. doubled, I do believe. Oh, yes. Dice are yes. Yeah. So range. that will be party hits of four, seven, plus three for eleven, and then I need, I think, three, six more d8s. So... Is it the Marzo? Nah, that's fine. Uh, one, five, seven, thirteen, twenty, 22. So 33 points of damage. Damn. 11 of it slashing, or I think slashing, and then 22 of it is radiant damage, if that matters. Okay. 33. 33 total. Yeah, that's right. Alright, and then attack number two. Yes. <laughs> I'm so happy also, you came along, Delay. Also, attack don't number... forget to do your effect. I gotta try to find it. <laughs> Did you critically hit it? Well, yeah. Uh, attack number two will miss with a two, well, a total of nine. Um, and then it's d24, the crit damage, uh, right? Yes, I'm trying to find one to be So that will be a number five. A uh, number five it is something, ooh, whatever. Okay, good to know that. I'll set that off to the side right here and keep that track. So you definitely press your blade into the creature, probably into the hilt almost. And when you withdraw it for your second attack, uh, you're going to pull out, it's going to kind of spurt out some sort of like purplish black ichor. Uh, and it's the wound is definitely oozing and you can see the creature is definitely affected. It seems very pained more than what the little wound you dealt to it is doing. <laughs> so I will leave it at that. Alright, perfect. And that will end my turn. Okay, that, that brings us to a ranger. This creature is looking really rough. You are also in the tendril. Let me let check out there. You can uh, you're considered grappled currently. Okay. So you can use uh, an escape as an action. You are also targeted as restrained, and you have disadvantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. Just okay. so you know. I will attempt to wiggle forth away from this. So try to escape. Yep. You can do acrobatics or athletics. Okay. I'll do athletics. It is strength, which is disadvantage. Just it's disadvantage. Okay. I think it's a strength-based skill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. Okay, disadvantage, athletics check. Correct. Okay. Oh, come on. I rolled a 20 and a 9, so that would be an 11. 11 doesn't do it. You start to kind of push, and you just make it tighter as it kind of slithers and just tightens around your waist. So that's my action, right? That is an action. Correct. Okay. Um, nope, that's gonna be it then. I don't have any real bonus actions, so I will stay grappled. Okay, so. Cry for help. Help. Hmm. Help. I got your 
I got you, boo. I got you. Thank you. It is going to lash out. You can't make me feel special or anything. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So many cool toys to play with. It is going to lash out at... uh, Let's see, Nox. It's going to lash out at you. You're not... How far are you away? Yeah, how far are you away, though? Uh, 25? Yeah, it's going to lash out at you. It's going to lash out at Runa. It's going to lash out at Ilias. Two, three. Not so, so it doesn't, does not lash out. It's Dude, like, they're just all going past me. Oh, it's probably just going to try to fight. Don't It's like, oh, and it will, it will it's also like lash out at you, Delayeth. It has four tendril attacks and So we'll start with, well, you're the closest. Let's start with Delayeth. Okay. Does a... 13 plus, does a 20 hit you? A 20 will hit. You are now considered grappled and being lifted into the air from your current position. We will go with Nox. Does a 10 hit Nox? No. Okay, you avoid the tendril. The third tendril attack is going to go to Runa. Yes. (laughs) Uh, 20? Yes. You are grappled in its tendrils. And the fourth and final tendril attack is going to be towards. Oh, that's a twenty. <laughs> yes. Who might? T- yes. <laughs> twenty plus. You are yeah. also grappled in its tendrils, and it has an extra bite attack. It's going to wow. deal on the one it already had uh, in its tendrils, which would be Rilda. No. Does a ooh, seventeen yes. plus yes. Yeah, twenty-four? It's going to deal a lot. Goody. Uh, it's gonna deal eight plus five, which is thirteen, mm-hmm. plus six, which is nineteen, 19. plus another six, which is twenty-five, plus four. <laughs> Twenty-nine points of damage on his bite. Okay. Two hundred ninety. Nope. Please. Uh, <laughs> He's very angry. <laughs> With that, I am going to use my channel divinity, Rebuke the Violent. Okay. Mm. It will have to make a DC 14 wisdom saving throw, or take all of that damage as radiant damage. It is it's, 15 plus numbers. It, it does have a plus. Damn, I was yep. hoping it was minus. Um, so it'll take... What, wait, was it? What was it? DC 14. Uh, wisdom? Wisdom. Oh no, it's plus. Okay. Yeah, it's plus. Uh, that's fine. Uh, it will take half as much damage on a success, so it will still take uh, 14 points of radiant damage. Excellent. It is starting, like, bits of rock are beginning to fall, the tendrils. There should be, how many do I have? Five of you in the tendrils? Four of you? Four. Okay, there's two of them that are flailing, and you guys are getting kind of shook around. Oh, let's see. It is the 20s turn. As you are considered, if you are in a tendril, you are considered grappled and restrained. Strength checks and throws are a disadvantage. For athletic strength. Anything strength based. And like yes, it, it is athletics or acrobatics to escape. Okay. You can use it's like a grapple check. Mm-hmm. You want all of us? No, whoever wants to get the twenty. That would be between Runa and Elias. I'm assuming you're both going to try to get out of there? No. Oh. Uh, 15. 
18 acrobatics check. Okay, and what does Ilias have? Eight. Okay, Ilias is stuck. Runa is going to squeeze out. And you are going to stay exactly where you're going to drop down wherever you were. Okay. Where she was before or where she's at now? That's fine. You can put her where she is now. Boop. There you go. <laughs> what next? Oh. Anything? Um, I'm going to drop my bow and slide out my short swords. Okay. Now that I'm in range and see if I can remember how to dual wield. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you only have your bonus action left? That's it. Because your action was to escape. Correct. True. You can also move. Or not. I can. Also, where's my. I can action surge as well. Ooh, yes, you can. So, I will. Take that rules lawyer. I. <laughs> <laughs> No, great point. And honestly, probably better because I only have to figure out how many attacks I have with one <laughs> dual wielding. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright, when I take with the attack action and attack with the one weapon, use my bonus action to attack with a different one. Mm-hmm. So I only have the one bonus action. So I will get two main attacks and then one of the dual fighting attacks. So three attacks total, but the bonus only- bonus action is your extra. Yeah. yeah correct. Okay. Very good. Woo! Math is even harder when it is involved in attacks. <laughs> okay. Let's see. My sword is a plus eight. So we'll do our first two attacks with the sword. Uh, 15 and a 17 plus 8, I think those both hit. Uh, 15, yeah, it does. 23, okay, yeah. Yep. Uh, so that's 2d6 plus 5. Uh, so 10, 15, 18 points of damage from those first two. And then the last one will have. That does... Who is your closest... Who's closest to Runa? Runa. Runa. Then that attack will go through the tendrils and will fall. I got you, boo! This black purple ichor is just hosing everyone within five feet. Oh, lovely. Is she falling prone or just falling down? Just falling down. Oh, sweet. Yep. To the damage. Yep. And so another... That's my bonus one's not gonna hit, so it doesn't matter. Five plus eight, thirteen. Doesn't matter. Okay. Well. You missed because I'm high fiving you as I fall. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to take my bonus action to high five her. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. It's the fifteens. What do you gents want to do? I'll go. Um, I'm gonna pull out the crossbow and fire with a plus one bolt. Oh. Excellent. Nice. It's also a plus one to your attack. It does both. Okay. Attack and damage plus one. Twenty-two. Uh hits it. Okay. Do I get sneak attack? Because there's people within five feet of them. You do, right. actually. Some numbers. One, four, nine, ten, fourteen. 
15 plus 1. 15 total. That is his locker combination. (laughs) (laughs) How would you like this creature to die as you were being kind of flung around and it's... Because if the mouth no, is up, no, 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 I mean, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, right, right. I took a second to stick back and, <laughs> oh, yeah. and the, mouth, the mouth is mouth. open. The mouth is open. Actually, it'll seize up. The tendrils stop. Everyone in the tendrils fall prone <laughs> as it just drops you, and the creature will just like slump back into like a rock. All of the fleshy bits just kind of fade into and become hollow. So it looks like a hollowed like a shell of what it was. Kind of oozes out in that black. They're all covered in purple except for me. Everyone around the creature has got some sort of icker goo on them, yes. Can we take like a short rest to mostly clean up? You should there's probably water like, down below. I was going to say, there's little bits of water. I'm definitely. I don't like having goop in my beautiful fur. <laughs> so. Are we going to short rest here? Uh, the DM's got a look on his face. <laughs> I just need to know. I thought we were headed to our, like, outpost. Yeah, yeah we're it's, trying. Uh, it's a bit of a hike still. Mm. It's a bit of a hike to the to my hideout, but how are we all feeling? I'm well, like sitting there, like so I the water. Really like to wash those. You off. you can you can go down to like the mid level pathway to access the water. It is that green. It's more bioluminescent than the lake. So it's putting off a lot more, and that could be because of the different um, coral and the different um, cave uh, creatures and things that are in the water. It's very clean and cold. Oh, beautiful. So yeah, it feels good and soothing. You come out and you're glowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do I have spider powers now? No. <laughs> I don't Third eye. think we should rest here. No. Okay. We I'll just spend like 15 minutes to... Like, sure, clean yeah. up. Yep. Okay. Well, you know, I was wet and sopping before. I'll just go full in with armor again. And <laughs> During that time, there is the sound of a muffled kind of struggle of a voice or something that is coming from the lower path. Why? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, put me in the water and I'm taking a nice little bath, a little dip. Everyone uh, else is like, oh, it's so cold. And I'm like, ooh. Oh, I didn't. I didn't care enough to actually go and get no, out. I was just standing. I just added that filth to the layer of filth that's already on my body, so <laughs> we're cool. Um, do I notice the? Have we all notice the sounds down? Uh, if you have a fifteen or higher on the passive, I might try to stealthily maybe walk a little closer to see, like maybe if I can get a vantage on what's going on. Go ahead and do a perception check. Put yourself where you want to be. You're swimming. I might just be like over here, right by the mushroom. Right by the mm-hmm. mushroom. Hi. Um, that is a seventeen. Uh, you kind of peer over the edge a little bit, and you can see a bunch of spider webs and kind of like alcove. But you will see this big bundle of what looks like a mummified something that is like struggling. I'll kind of like. You're probably like ten feet above. I'll say, psst, psst, hey guys. Bye. Like, beckon you guys over. Mm-hmm. There seems like there's somebody maybe in this spider web. Well, cut them out. Okay. <laughs> um, is that really high where I can't, would hurt myself you jumping have, down? It's like, uh, it's a 15 flight and it's an okay. athletics check for sure. I will go around. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, going down the pathway, you'll be 
Boop. You'll see and hear kind of the ambient of water trickling as it's kind of coming out of the cave wall and collecting in a small pool down there. And you will see what yeah, looks like a medium-sized creature that is just like a mummy almost, like bound in spiderweb wrapped. And it is struggling. It's making noise. Free. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to like look up at my companions like, do you think this is going to draw the spider? Most definitely. Yeah, probably. Um... <laughs> Um, still cut him? What do you think? Yes. Sure. Okay. I'm gonna call Hopefully. him from the pool and then light the webs on fire. <laughs> Hopefully it's someone that could become an ally. And not someone that we'll just have to kill. Correct. <laughs> um, somebody needs to come down here with a blade then because I don't have a blade. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't have a bro. Oh. <laughs> throw me your knife. No, don't throw me your knife. Alright, I'll, I'll suddenly traipse down like plop, plop, plop. <laughs> Dripping water. Right. Yeah. When I will uh, sla- take a couple slashes, then I'll pull out like a little hunting dagger I've got on my belt and like crack open what I think is the top. I'm gonna have my bow at the ready in case. Okay. So you begin to split open the cocoon of this medium-sized creature, and when you do, it will reveal as it kind of spills out. Once you get to a certain point, the web just kind of tears away. A male drow figure that has been bound inside of there, and he's kind of on his hands and knees, and it's like, oh, thank you so much. Do I see signs of him being a traitor? Yeah, that's what I was about to ask as well. Insight. Like the, okay. Insight checks. As you guys are making the insight checks, he's like, behind you, is what he's going to say. Go ahead and give your insight checks. <laughs> Great. Seven. Twenty-one. Uh, Twenty-two. The two of you feel as if he's a neutral neutral party. He doesn't have anything brandishing him as betrayer, a betrayer, okay. correct. Uh, and as he says, behind you, the set, because you were like, oh, what's that? oh, you look quickly, you only have the seven, and you will see kind of coming out of the darkness a giant spider towards where you are. And that is where we're going to end this chapter of our tale. So tune in every Friday. Now, Listen, watch, give those subscriptions, thumbs up, all the things you're supposed to do on the interwebs, and see what happens next. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Season 2 of Creating Grin. Every listen on your favorite podcast provider, as well as view on YouTube, helps support us as we inch closer to our goals on improving our show, so we can bring to you, the Crit Crew, exciting Dungeons & Dragons real-play gaming content. Share us on your socials. Help spread the word about Creating Grin. Check out our website at creatinggrin.com or our Instagram at crit underscore eating underscore grin. We're also on Facebook at C.E. Grin, capital C, capital E, capital G. Hit us up with episode questions on our Creating Grin Discord server, on our Talking Crit Questions channel. Game Master, Dungeon Master, looking to take your players into the world of Solaris? Check out our digital shop at coffee.com backslash creatinggrin at ko ficom backslash creatinggrin where you can purchase digital maps from our current and past episodes to upload on your favorite virtual tabletops, or go old school and print them out on paper and lay them forth in front of your players to conquest. 
Artwork from Creating Grin Season 2 is provided by our amazing artist, Megan. If you are looking for character commission work or just love amazing character artwork, check her out at her digital shop at coffee.com backslash Meglid. That's at K-O hyphen F-I dot com backslash M-E-G-L-E-T-T-E-T. Sound effects for Creating Grin are provided by zapsplat.com. Creating Grin theme is Living Voyage from Kevin McLeod at Incomptech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution License 3.0. Creativecommons.org backslash license backslash by backslash 3.0 backslash. All other soundtracks are from the amazing artists found on Pixabay at Pixabay.com.